following podcast represents the perspectives of the host and our guests. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent those of our places of work. Welcome to Parcels of Info, NDC's most efficient way to deliver parcels of valuable info to the healthcare supply chain. I'm today's host, Ian Fardy, and joining me is Gib Bosworth, Vice President of Strategic Initiatives and Outreach for the Gary Sinise Foundation. The Gary Sinise Foundation is our official charity for NDC's Exhibition Military and First Responders Appreciation Night. We're in about year five or six of it. Um, Gib, thank you for being with me today. And uh, how are you doing? Doing great, Ian. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here and looking forward to a great conversation. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get started. Uh, Give us a little bit of your background and then take us into a little bit of the background of the Gary Sinise Foundation. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much. So my background is second generation GE Corporation. My father was there 37 years. I spent 31 years. GE uh, brought Gary and I together, Gary Sinise, uh, nine years ago. Uh, GE was one of the first corporate sponsors of his foundation, which has been in operation for 12 and a half years now. And uh, as soon as we met, we hit it off. And I literally said, this guy is doing something that's incredible. And I want to help him at some point in the future uh, because of two reasons. Number one, he is an incredibly, you know, servant leader, humble individual who really is is focused on making a difference in veterans and first responders lives. And he's committed his life to it. But it's also personal for me because my grandfather served in World War II. My father-in-law served in World War II and my uncle was in Vietnam. So it's a very personal mission for me as well. And I love being able to help give back to this amazing community. So it's uh, it's been a great ride. And I've been full time with Gary for two years. I was on his advisory board for several years as the president of his advisory board. And then when COVID hit, I retired and said, I'm going to step into your world. And he said, let's go full time. And so here I am wearing 10 hats and love it. It's the best work I've ever been a part of. It's incredible. Every day is uplifting, encouraging. And you're surrounded by the American people who give so much to uh, this group, to veterans, first responders, and it touches every life. And so to be able to be a part of it and focus on doing good and being a force for good and positivity, you can't ask for anything better than that. So that's my story. And then, you know, from a foundation perspective, yeah, it's an incredible, I call it a movement. Gary has, has created this movement across this country, I've never seen anything like it. When you think about organizations and best in class, a world-class organizations, a lot of names will come to mind for your listeners and for yourself and many others. Myself included, I worked for you know one of the greatest companies on the planet for a period of time. However, I would tell you that that all pales in comparison to what we're seeing today happen with the Gary Sinise Foundation, thanks to Gary's efforts. You know, he has galvanized people from all walks of life to lean into this and be able to go, I want to contribute. Corporations all over the country are joining us. You know, organizations like yourself. We have individual donors all over the country. We've got other organizations, other nonprofits that help support us. Uh, we've also got, you know, support and service member adoption. So when you think about the men and women who wear the uniform, every time you say the word Gary Sinise or Lieutenant Dan, they go, I love that guy. You know, that's the first response from every one of them. I love that guy. And it's um, it's beautiful. And it's cool to see that. And what's interesting, too, and when you when you talk to Gary, 
you, you very quickly can see and hear or feel his passion for this mission. In other words, he has made it his mission in life to transition, right? So if, he wrote a book several years ago called The Grateful American, which is a wonderful read, Grateful American. And he's got several chapters in there. One of the chapters talks about self to service where he, obviously in his early career, he was an actor, right? That's how we all yeah. know and love him, right? Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump. But as he got into his career, he got into CSI New York, did that for nine years and had a really fun run there. I and mean, he's done a number of other movies, which he's been critically acclaimed for, received many, many awards and accolades. You know, when you speak to him today, though, his number fo- number one focus is, he goes, I want the foundation to be synonymous with my name versus you know, my acting jobs, all my acting was great, but it was, you know, I was self-focused for a period of time, raising my family, like we all are. And that's, that was about it. And then he went through that transition where we started getting so heavily involved in helping men and women of this country. And then nine 11 happened, which galvanized him even further to set up, look, I've got to do something to help the first responder community. And so as you think about the way he's built this organization, so we're going to celebrate 13 years in June on June 30th, it's incredible to see the trajectory, the growth, uh, and the unbelievable support that we're getting. And we're growing double digits every year in donation dollars in the door. And you can attribute it to one major thing. It's the brand and the respect and the appreciation that Gary has fostered through years of just service, just helping, yeah. just being yeah. there, showing up. One, one line I love about Gary, Ian, is he's always, he goes, I just show up. People call. There's a need. He'll go to Walter Reed, you know, medical hospital. He'll go to, you know, BMN, BAMC down in, te- in Texas. He'll come over here in San Diego, Naval Medical Center. Hospitals are incredibly difficult to walk into when you see a severely wounded or injured member of our service, you know, community, right? Double, triple, quadruple amputees. Uh, Gary walks in there, no press, no cameras. And he follows up with all these men and women, and he's fostered incredible relationships with them through that. And that's an that's an intense thing to do, but he does it repeatedly because he knows that's where you need to meet them, and that's where they're at in their journey. I, I got to tell you, um, so this is our fifth year, and we have uh, – I cannot believe the, the community we have in our healthcare distribution market and their commitment to support the military, active and retired, uh, and first responders. It is uh, it has turned into be a feature attraction at our event. And I, I'm somewhat embarrassed to say this, but um, we've this is year five, and we've had some great, great, great charities that we've worked with. I have not had the response. To the announcement that the Gary Sinise Foundation is our charity this year, the the outpouring of congratulations and that's awesome and way to go and it was like you accepted us, you know, we weren't donating money. It, people were were sending me emails and and you know it's quite a testament to the work you do there. Uh, it's unbelievable. Now I follow you all on social media and I encourage all of our listeners follow them on social media. It is, uh, uplifting to see the work being done. Tell us a bit about the accomplishments that you've seen in the foundation. 
Well, so, you know, we talk about impact and outcomes. You know, that's what's really important to us uh, and to Gary, right? Because at the end of the day, the American people are trusting us with those precious dollars. Companies like your organization that support us are counting on us to do something with that. And that's really the number one focus for us. And so when you look at our impact, some of the high level numbers that your audience can kind of reflect on, and they can see all this on our website, by the way, we have an impact page that shows all of this. You know, but in the, since the inception of the foundation, and we've built 81 specially adapted smart homes, uh, that's a part of our RISE program. That's our own moniker. And RISE, the acronym for RISE, by the way, stands for Restoring Independence, Supporting Empowerment. Yeah, we and had, uh, uh, let me jump in. Natalie Martin, who's our director, uh, took part uh, in a dedication here in Nashville as part of our announcement. And, and she came back and she was like, that was unbelievable, the RISE program. It's, it's incredible. And, and, you know, we call them forever homes for these severely wounded. This is These are custom, literally custom homes. We have an architect we mobilized to spend time with the, with the wounded hero and their family. And we assess and they look at and understand their needs to understand, all right, how do we build this house? So it's going to help them recover and it's going to help them heal uh, not only with the physical wounds, but the mental wounds. And, and what's interesting too, Ian, is these homes become a a kind of beacon of hope because a lot of uh, these amazing men and women that we build these homes for are so connected to the community and their brothers and sisters uh, in the uniform, they'll bring them to their home to continue to heal. You know, we've got several instances where it becomes a gathering spot. So these men and women can come together and just talk about their journeys together and they're using these homes for good and to expand and let people know how they can, you know, forge through the next day and to keep fighting and to know that there are people like all of us who are supporting them. And, you know, we really become an advocate for the American people. And that's really one of the things that I think Gary, we are all very proud of is we are a direct conduit from the American people to these veterans and first responder families to let them know they're not forgotten. They're not falling through the cracks we're here for them. And, uh, you know, as long as we are here on planet earth, we're going to continue to try to do as much as we can to help support them through the variety of our programs, which we have four main programs with 33 initiatives that cascade underneath those. And we're going to continue to grow and expand into that. And as we look at 24, 25, 26, because there's so much that needs to be done that we can't even have been even touched yet. And we're continuing to think, you know, outside the box and go, what else can we do uh, but do it well? And that's what's important is, is we're doing these things. So if you think about it, obviously we've served uh, almost a million meals. So as a part of our also another initiative called Serving Heroes, which is really great. Uh, that started with Gary as he was spending time with people. Uh, he would see service members either in an airport or he would see them in various locations. And he would say, hey, like, can I buy you a sandwich or can I buy you a meal? And then. Next thing you know, we're doing that with fire stations, police stations, 911 call dispatch centers. And so we basically walk in uh, with some food and we say, thank you on behalf of the American people or your local community, depending on where they live. And we're doing this all over the United States and internationally at some of the military bases over in Europe. And we do it on a monthly basis. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's simple. It's a great gesture. And uh, it meets a lot of needs. One of the other really cool programs that we support is our first responder outreach. So there's a couple of things happening that's really exciting. 
this year that we're doing. Number one, we have continued to support volunteer fire departments. Most of your listeners may not know this, but 80% of the fire departments in our country are volunteer supported and operated. So what does that mean? So you've got a banker, a lawyer, a salesperson, and a car mechanic that typically are your fire department in, in these smaller communities across our country. They don't have a budget that's supported by city taxes, so they have to go out and figure out how do I get radio equipment? How do I get turnover gear, i.e. fire suits? How do I get oxygen tanks? That type of thing. And raising the money for that's not an easy thing. So we at the foundation provide an application process for that. So all of these fire departments now can come to our website and apply for an equipment grant and training. So there's two tranches, two of them. We'll provide gear to them and they can say, hey, look, we need $50,000 for radio equipment or turnover gear, jaws of life, you know, you name it. All those basic essentials to actually perform their duties as these incredible servants who are volunteering their time to go make sure people are safe and, and taken care of. But in, in addition to that, you know, it's the training aspect of it. You need training. There's a lot of yeah. training. So we'll help fund training courses for them to attend that so they can figure out how to take care of themselves and also their community. Well, I got to be honest with you. One of our goals this year, and we heard it from from uh, our, our customers and our attendees at the event, is bringing to light some of the work that, that uh, you're doing or charities are doing for first responders, um, you know, all levels. And, and I live in that exact community you spoke of. Our, our fire department is volunteer. Uh, and it's it's amazing. And and I was reading about some of this work you do with first responders, and I was I was really blown away at you know those things you're doing to support people you don't even know. Yes, firemen, first responders. But um, I was blown away at the Rise program, and I saw that uh, when I watched the video and watched some of the other videos, there's a renewed sense of independence in these men and women who have dedicated their lives and suffered tremendously defending people they've never met before. And that is what strikes me. Firemen into a building of someone's house they don't even know. Military on the front line defending somebody they don't even know. Policemen, all of these people are, are you know, really the epitome of superheroes where they are doing something and and what you all do for them is is just absolutely unbelievable. And and some of the numbers that I was hearing about, you know, the meal served, um, the the children that you're helping of the military uh, heroes and their surviving parents, um, the events that you're putting on, the people you're bringing to these events. You are absolutely right when you say it's a movement. Now, the number one question I get, however, is the Lieutenant Dan band and what, how is that done? Where does that come from? And, and the amazing work that they're doing, we did try to book the band. They were unavailable. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the, the beginning of the Lieutenant Dan band or how that came to be and, and how that's utilized in the foundation. Yeah, you bet. And that's something Gary loves. It's, it's, you know, he plays the bass. So he's obviously a musician, has been for many, many years uh, on top of his acting duties. And I think, you know, it, it, the genesis of, the, of that was through a, a fortuitous chain of events. So he started supporting other uh, VSOs, veteran service organizations, before he created his own foundation. 
And as a part of that, he started to see uh, other rock bands and other groups go out there and entertain the troops. And he goes, I can do that. So he, he pulled his friends together and created the Lieutenant Dan band after obviously the beloved character of Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump. And so they started to follow the kind of the same tradition of all these other groups to go out and just lift spirits. And that's really the, the focus of the band, pure and simple, is to lift spirits, thank people and encourage them. So, for example, we just had one here last month in February down in San Diego at the Naval Medical Center. And Gary uses the band very strategically to really make sure that we can meet needs where our service members are involved. So a lot of times it's on you know military bases around the world. They've seen, Gary has noted, and you've seen in the statistics, I mean, he's traveled the globe over the last 30, 40 years and played over 540 concerts, uh, many of which uh, were related to the foundation, right? Over 300 of them have been as a part of the foundation's effort. So again, the purpose is very simple, but very profound, right? They play amazing songs, they're, they sound great, and uh, they're legit. And then the thing that's really special about it is it just, it gives people some relief from the struggles and the strain of their day-to-day life. So when we were in San Diego here, uh, that whole focus is regarding the hospital staff, the medical staff that are taking care of the wounded at Naval Medical or Walter Reed or some of these other facilities and to encourage those families. So you've got wounded in those hospitals and their extended family, you know, their spouses and their children, their grandparents, cousins, et cetera. Uh, And it becomes a festival of of sorts, right? And so he uses that platform to be able to lift people up, let them know they're not forgotten. And he he talks a lot to them, the audience in between sets. And at, at the end, you know, there's a very patriotic uh, setup where Gary will talk and there's a, several songs that we're all singing together. I've been to many of them as even just a volunteer and now as a staff person to be able to just enjoy it. And uh, it, it's a galvanizing thing because, you know, something about music with friends and family in a festival environment where people are just there to encourage and love you and to tell you you're not forgotten. And we are a grateful nation. Gary's a grateful American. He constantly echoes that because it's so true. He's a grateful American, as am I, and many of us here at the foundation. And we want to convey that to our service members. So that's really the objective of the Lieutenant Dan. Love it. Absolutely love it. And and for our listeners, uh, the foundation and Gary Sinise actually autographed uh, one of his bass guitars. Uh, and we will be putting that into our silent auction to raise money for the Gary Sinise Foundation. Uh, absolutely unbelievable. I I could talk all day, uh, but I know you're busy and and you've got a busy schedule and doing things far more important than talking to me. But um, outside of the upcoming event, the NDC event and Military Appreciation Night and all the the work we're going to try to do to raise money for you, how do our listeners get involved, individually or corporately? Yeah, so, right. I think there's a couple of ways. You know, one is I would just recommend to go to GarySiniseFoundation.org. That's our website. And read and understand what we're doing. We do have a volunteer portal. Uh, so when we do have events, you know, nationwide, uh, if people are in there, we'll vet them and we can invite them out to a specific event that we have. You know, the biggest event that we need volunteer support for, Ian, honestly, is going to be at the end of the year. And that's down in Florida where we take you know, these gold star families, families have fallen on our Snowball Express program, which is where we take them 
and it'll be about 2,000 souls uh, to Disney World for about four days to just spend time together and to rest, to heal, have some fun. Obviously, they're suffering the loss of a loved one, and it's important that you know they know that the uh, the American people are there behind them. But we're going to need thousands of volunteers at that point in time uh, throughout the country. There's you know there's small volunteer opportunities depending on what the event is. And typically we could reach out to folks, but if people really want to learn more about what we're doing, GaryCinesFoundation.org is the way to go. You'll see all of the videos. You'll see all of the programmatic activity, all of our impact, various programs, and you can learn about what we're doing and how we're doing it and to let other people know. And if people could just advocate and say, hey, look, if you're looking for somebody to support, please take a look at us. Because at the, at the end of the day, you know, we've got a four out of four star rating on Charity Navigator, which is an independent audit firm that looks at foundations and, you know, our efficiency ratio, 88 cents of every dollar that we receive, 88 cents of every dollar goes into our programs, meaning the homes, the meals, the equipment grants, you know, the training that we're providing, super efficient. We run the place like a well-oiled machine. Because the trust of the American people count on us. Gary believes in it. We believe in it. So people can learn more about that. And that'd be the way to, uh, to help. Awesome. Us. Well, your, uh, your event, you know, the, um, the, the Snowball uh, Express has helped over 12,500 since 2018. And I will make this commitment to the Gary Sinise Foundation today. Uh, and for our listeners, they will be on site. For military appreciation night and they'll be manning one of the games in the midway at our fair with a flare but i will commit to you that we will get you volunteers for that event it is critically important we will drive some people we have a huge number of people in florida and, and i commit to you we will get you some volunteers for that event uh outstanding Gib, i cannot thank you enough uh, as i said i could talk all day about this and people always bust on me because i'm a canadian and i'm like you don't understand uh, America is called upon anytime there's a global issue, uh, and they respond, whether it be fire, whether it be military, anywhere. And I have a great, great appreciation for the work they do. Thank you for joining us today. It is not the end, listeners. You will be hearing about the Gary Sinise Foundation when registration opens March 1st. Uh, and, and Gib, just an unbelievable guest on our podcast. Thank you so much. So thank you so much, and we appreciate you. Thank you for all of your listeners. Uh, thank you for leaning in to help us. We are truly grateful for it because it just helps us do what we do. So thank you so much. 